But you see, wasn't the one who started Before the whole motherfucking world went retarded They say you can't say that I don't give a fuck, they out the minds And they fat as fuck, yeah I don't know where I'm going But I'm not gonna slow down Just yet, dancing alone in the rain And I'm not wet Cause you can't see me with that mask on your face, bitch Hey, Imagination Rabbit Podcast, end of the world edition. Or maybe not, could be, I don't know. No regrets, you should be living your life eh, like every day is the last day, going all out, doing what you want to do. So if the end does come, you know, you're just like, well, I did my best. Um... I'm not going to say anything political because fucking politics are retarded and everything's politics now. I try to hide from it. I'm like, things I'm interested in, it's like, oh, let me go look at uh, game development, political. Oh, let me go read about crypto, political. And it's just like, fuck you all with your political bullshit. Unless you're a fucking super billionaire, you don't have any power anyway. So what are you wasting your time with? Oh, that's right. You're procrastinating from what you're really supposed to be doing here in this motherfucking life. But I'm not. So I'm just going to keep focusing on that. Um, so uh, it's, been a, it's been a minute since I did an episode. Uh, I didn't really have anything to talk about now. Um, there was a couple questions, but not that many. So let's just do that. So, uh, oh, so my dude Scar Muse in Mexico, he must be wanting to make some big projects or films or something because he's asked several questions about large projects. So um, here's another one. Uh, he says, organization for creation, the steps taken when working on a larger project, setting timelines, keeping goals in focus, software that helps keep it all together kind of stuff. Um... Yeah, so large projects are the same as small projects. They're just bigger and longer. Um, so, you know, if we take it, because it's easy to talk about, <clears throat> if you talk about making a film, let's take a one-minute film with ten shots, just to keep the math simple. So you make a one-minute film with ten shots, and let's say two scenes, right? Two sets. Um, well... Yeah, make it. Make it. Make it at the quality level, visually or whatever, stylistically, that you plan to do with your bigger thing. And then you make projections. So, for example, um, you did a one-minute film. It took you one week, right, at the quality level that you want for the big film. So now you can imagine, all right, I want to make an 80-minute film. Okay, at this quality level, if I do it for what I just did... It's going to take me 80 weeks. And it's like, okay, is that acceptable for you? Yes or no? If yes, then go forward and making that thing. And no, it's going to take you 80 weeks, roughly, probably. When you're making time estimations and budget estimations, always add an additional 30% just to be safe. So what most people do when they fail is that they'll like under, let's say it was just money, they'll under budget. So they'll be like, yeah, I can do it for $100, right? 
if we're talking dollars, right? Let's keep it simple, $100. But what I do, if I run my numbers and do my budget, let's just say it could be a time budget. It could be, you know, whatever, a, a monetary budget, $100. I'm going to go, no, $130 because I know through experience shit's going to happen and you're going to have to spend more money. You're going to have to spend more time. It's going to take longer. So, um, yeah. So if you're cool with it taking 80 weeks, move ahead and just make it, you know, you know what you're going to get. You just prototyped it. You just tested it by making the short film, the short thing. Same could go for a video game. Same thing could be for a novel, a book, write a short story and then extrapolate that out to a full novel or whatever. Um, you want to make a musical collection, an album or whatever, do a song. How long did it take me? Blah, 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 blah. And if that's too much time, well, then if you have money, you can hire more people, I guess. Or if you don't have money, you can change the quality, change the visuals, change the aesthetics or the sound or whatever is taking the most time so they can do it faster. Um, if like modeling or making this stuff took too long, then maybe go get free models and just modify them then instead of modeling them and rigging them and skinning them and texturing them maybe you buy models that are already rigged in skin and all you do is texture them that's something i recommend doing everybody should learn a uh, substance painter and with substance painter which adobe bought and adobe shitify stuff um i would recommend what i did i hate software as a service where you rent shit i know if you're young this is all you know but it's relatively new and it fucking sucks um, you can buy Substance Painter on Steam. So I bought it on Steam, so you get to keep it forever. But anyway, yeah, so, I mean, that's all it is. It's pretty simple. It's just, you know, people, when there's creative people, for some reason, they just think, like, oh, I'm creative. I'm dealing with these, like, etheric things. I can't run numbers. I can't make projections. I can't make bar graphs and charts. But that's exactly what I do, and that's what you have to do. So you just run the numbers, figure out how much time it takes you, how much money it takes, and you make projections. Because the thing that fucks you up with big projects is when you don't know where you are in the project. You always need to know exactly where you are at all times. Both with time, like, hey, if I budgeted a year, where am I? Am I three months in, six months in? Um, with money, of course, how much money did I spend? How much money do I have left? If you're listening to me, it's probably not really about budget because you're doing everything yourself and being really resourceful. Um, so it's more so about time. It's about time. It's about workflow. So, um, yeah, just that's what I do. You know, if you want, uh, if you haven't already looked through the M doll wiki from our last animated feature film, M doll, if you go to mdollmovie.com, there should be a wiki link. I'm pretty sure I put, I put some of my time projections. I use spreadsheets for that. Um, so while I'm working on a project, I'm constantly monitoring where I am in the project. Uh, so like with a movie, which is simple to break down and talk about, how many shots have I done? How many scenes have I done? Where am I? How much time did... So in a movie, I break them up into sequences. So And they're usually broken up. The sequences are scene-based. So for Amdahl, the first scene is the Amdahl falling through space because that takes place in space. And then the second scene is where the fat people are in that weird place with the donuts, right? So you break it into scenes, and then when you finish a scene, you, you document how long it took you, 
right? So like, oh, this scene took me four days. It had this many shots. And you can even give it like uh, a complexity number for your own purposes, right? And it was like complexity of three from zero to 10. And then as you go forward, you know, you're working, you know where you are, you're keeping track of this, what you did. And it gives you so much more confidence because you know where you are and you know where you're going because you know where you've been. So, um, yeah, I can, if that's nowhere on that wiki, if you've looked, let me know and I can like publicly post like my, um, spreadsheets I use to track, I tracked MDOL, the last film. So, um, yeah, setting time. So you need to know where you are, what's your goal. You're trying to do this thing in this much time. And then, uh, I think another thing that messes people up is they don't break the work up into smaller pieces. And that's so important in life. It's like so simple, but so many people miss it and fuck it up. It's like, I'm going to make a film. And it's like, to them, it's just a chunk. Like the whole big project is, I'm going to make a game. Okay, I'm making the game. Hey, what's going on with your game? I'm working on it. Like, you need to break it down into what you're doing for a game. Like, oh, I'm working on the core mechanics. Oh, I'm working on the men, the inventory system the menus i'm working on the enemy ai system whatever you need to break it up like in a film oh i'm modeling stuff oh i'm designing sets oh i'm actually animating oh i'm editing like you know so you break those things up you figure out how much time they take and then you make projections and you know where you are where you're going it's very simple i feel like people really overcomplicate it it's just like you need to know what work you're doing day to day week to week and then you just sit and do it I mean, for me, like, the work is almost the easy part, you know, and you probably feel the same way. It's like making this the decision as to what you're doing. Like, what am I doing today? Like, if you know exactly what you're doing, it's not that hard. It's the fucking deciding, organizing what you're supposed to be doing. So when you break it all up and make these projections, da -da -da, it really helps you figure out where you are, where you're going, and then you just put the days in. And since you mapped out the time and your schedule, you know, oh, if I just put this much work in every day, I will be finished by this date, roughly, give or take 30%, you know, more time, whatever. So um, that was 10 minutes roughly on that. Uh, let's see, software, uh, not, yeah, I can't really recommend and like any fancy shit other than spreadsheets. So if you use um, a Google account, you can use Google Sheets. And then there's a site, Zoho. It's like a Google alternative. Um, Zoho Sheets, same thing, just spreadsheets. I find as the years have gone on, I've been using spreadsheets more and more in my creative my creative work and my business work and everything else. Um, let's see. So yeah, I hope, I hope that was helpful. And then Scar Muse also said, question by Jetpack. But I don't see a question. Was that his question? I don't know. But hopefully I I uh, answered it somehow. So my dude One Card Pony says, please share some more of your predictions for this year. Uh, okay. But I don't, well, I guess so. So I made a video around January 2021 where I made predictions for the coming year. But I'm not I don't want to share them um, because I don't know, could like not like anybody fucking listens to me or watches me anyway. But I feel like it is kind of putting that out there to like lead thing. I don't know. 
So I'm not going to make it public until the end of the year or maybe January next year. And then I'll make a new one and then delay it. You know what I mean? Um, but let me go open it and then uh, I'll look at it and then I'll pick something out of there. Um, I'm on my other computer. Let me see. Uh, uh, this is good podcast, isn't it? A guy talking. Well, oh, here we go. Well, he's looking on another computer. Exciting. It's almost exciting as like, quote, musicians performing like Skrillex and all those dubstep, all the DJ douchebags who just fucking press play on a laptop and like headbang straight retarded. Um, okay. My predictions. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty dark, though. They're pretty grim. Um, let me see. Okay, I recorded it on January 3rd, 2022. Um, all right. Yeah, I guess I'll share some, whatever. No one's listening to this. You want to know, I'll tell you. So the first one is, um, my prediction was that a YouTube crypto influencer will be murdered because, uh, something to do with fucking misleading people and the YouTube the, the influencer, crypto influencer, got rich and fucking fleeced a bunch of people, rug pulled a bunch of people, and they'll be murdered for it. Um, this is a vague one, but uh, uh, I'm not going to say either way. You can, you can think about however you want. A mass suicide because of, quote, vaccines will take place. Um, that's one. Uh, by the end of the year, the crypto market will double from where it was in January 3rd. Um, Imagination Rabbit will release a new animated feature film. That's one I control, so that's a fake one. Um, there's another crypto one. Airdrops will no longer be profitable. We've kind of already seen that at the end of last year where there were fucking airdrops, like that gas airdrop, and there's two of them. We're like, oh, you had to like work with some contracts to redeem your tokens and it costs like a hundred dollars to get like eighty dollars worth of tokens i think airdrops are donezo um <laughs> uh the next one is a notable person will be marked for liquidation on a public assassination market i don't know that's just my prediction um and the last one is nft based video games will gain popularity or some video games that integrate nfts and make video games do things they've never been able to do before, and that will start getting popular. So the whole JPEG NFT thing will just seem so stupid and basic. Bitch! Once these NFT, the game NFTs that let you do cool shit take off. But anyway, to the five people that listen to this, those are my predictions for 2022. Um, just keep them to yourself. And then I'll do another one next year. Um, and it's not like, you know, when I made those predictions, it's not like me wanting stuff to happen, you know? It's not like, like, I'm not, I'm not angry and delusional, so I'm like, I hope this happens so the world makes sense to me or makes me feel better, blah, 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 blah. It's just kind of like what I feel, like going in different spaces. Like someone showed me, yeah, one of my friends showed me with the crypto YouTuber dude. Some dude that pumped up some token to his YouTube followers, and then he sold it all. He kept telling him, hold it, hold it, hold it, and buy it, buy it, buy it. 
and then he cashed out with 30 million and then he left them with nothing like it's worth nothing and there were people commenting like hey man this is our family this is our investment for our life whatever and i'm just like dude someone's gonna kill somebody for doing that because yeah you don't mess around people and their money man um but anyway uh okay sorry so those are my predictions one car pony Let's see, Cheesy Guacho123 says, What advice for the full-time employed and looking to create projects, game dev art, comic movies? Um, I would say the probably the popular sentiment, if you're working full-time and you want to work on creative projects, is this fucking sucks. I have to work this job. I don't want to work or whatever. I'd rather be doing my art. I'd rather be working on my film. I'd rather be working on blah, 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 blah. And I don't look at it that way. Like some of the funnest times I had working on stuff was when I was in school full time and working full time. And probably the funnest was when I was in school full time and working full like, well, I would be in school in college, you know, and then work on the weekends for my job. And then during the summers, I'd work full time. And then during school, I work weekends because it's like, you know, when you have those ideas, you, you when you can't work on your stuff, but when you're working, hopefully it's not a job that is so um, demands so much attention or intellectual stimulation that you can't think about your projects or what you want to do while you're working. So like I did um, construction labor, just like lunkhead, like moving shit, digging. So like I could think about my movies and what I wanted to do. And then I worked at a furniture store, like moving, delivering furniture, moving furniture, same thing. So I had some of my funnest times during that time or in school, you know, like, fuck, I don't want to be here. You know, my movie. And then whenever I get a chance on some Saturday or whatever, I just go crazy because it was like you're letting loose like fuck I can finally work on my thing and those were some of the most like fun productive whatever times I've had because it's almost sort of a curse like all when you're in that situation you're like man if I could just like not have to work and then just work on my projects all the time it's like before you like not everyone's going to get it like that desperation to create their things whatever it may be like, if you just had all the time in the world to do whatever you wanted um, with that, you're not going to, that desperation, that thirst, that passion is not going to develop because it's like, ah, whatever, I'll, I'll work on it tomorrow. You know, I can do whatever I want. But when you're constrained with a job, um, it brings that out of people that are going to do something. You know, the people that just like, ah, it's too, I'm too tired. Like, they're not going to do anything. Of course, we get tired, right? But if you have the desire, so if you don't have the time to work on your stuff because you're working, but you have the desire, you're going to do it. You'll find a way. You'll find cracks in time to do your stuff or have a break or whatever. So um, I would say do it when you can. Do as much as you can, but don't destroy yourself. You know, like I would say don't. Don't like I am sleeping one hour a day because I work full time. Then I work on my stuff because then like you're going to feel like shit and then you'll probably grow to probably hate your film or game or whatever because 
And yeah, you can't even put full attention into it because you're fucking tired. So then you'd just be doing like 10, 20% effort. So I would say, you know, technology is just going to get easier and easier and easier and easier. So you'll be able to do fucking a year of work in a month. Then you'll be able to do a year of work in a fucking a day, you know? So the tech is making it so you don't need to put so much time in. But what people are lacking and what the world is lacking is imagination and ideas. So develop your ideas. Develop your imagination. And you can do that while you're at work. Hopefully, you know, you're not an air traffic controller or something where if you don't pay attention, thousands of people die. Um, but yeah, you can work on your ideas and your imagination anywhere. So that's one of the reasons I don't have a phone. I've never had a phone because when I'm just like waiting in line or walking somewhere or sitting, I'm developing my ideas. I'm working with my imagination. I'm thinking about what I want to do. I'm developing, you know, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's those are my tips or whatever my approach for full time employee people. So, yeah, and I would definitely leverage a technology. So, like. Let's just say you want to make stupid animations, like funny animations. Fucking use Nightmare Puppeteer. That's why I made it. You know, use tools and things that allow you to save time. And just know that your ideas are the most important thing. And think about like like memes or videos or stuff or stupid games that you love. And there's some that are just so shitty. You know, fucking paste it on faces or whatever that took probably five minutes to make but brought you so much joy and laughter and like, I know I do like some super like stupid memes or whatever, but like, yeah, people didn't put time into them, but they brought me like entertainment. So, um, yeah, don't think, don't create a mental prison where one, if you're not working on it full time, it can't be really fucking good and make a lot of people happy and entertain them, whatever. Cause that's not true. And that you cannot have a high quality of your work um, because as time passes, it's just going to get easier. They're going to have fucking deep learning machine, blah, 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 where you'll fucking draw a stick figure and then it's like an awesome rendered person or whatever. And for everything, CG, fucking programming, um, everything. So just work on your ideas. That would, that's, that's what I would say. And build that fucking passion, that thirst, that desperation and then when you do get a chance, go all in, do it, but don't kill yourself. Like, don't make yourself physically sick or whatever because uh, you're not sleeping. Um, Cheesy Guacho also says, thoughts on prepping. I've recently been stocking up on dry food, rice and beans and canned goods, chicken, fish, veggies, as well as ammo, just in case the USA goes full Weimar Republic mode. Um, So I'm not like, I've got like, two metal trash cans full of what are they called mountain house like those mre type meals um that i built up over a couple years canned goods a bunch of distilled water probably 200 gallons or of distilled water stuff like that um i think if you can you should why not um like if you're here in the U.S., I mean, it depends state to state, but you can see the infrastructure crumbling. It's like, I mean, there's notable things like uh, what happened in Texas a year ago, two years ago, in that in that winter, when things were all fucked up. And then, I mean, in, I'm in California right now with the fires and the smoke, and I think, yeah, you should. Um, 
be prepared. But, you know, a lot of like prepping became like a lifestyle for people, I think. So I like be careful not to make it like a lifestyle. That's all you do. Because it's like, well, what am I here to do? I'm here to make films, animation, games, music, do what I do. So like the apocalyptic world where everything's fucked and we're like, yeah, we got to eat rats and shoot shit and blah, blah, to survive. And like, I'm just like, well, that's kind of that's fucking lame. Like, I'd want to live. But I'm like, that's not a world I'm looking forward to. So it's not that I'm in denial, but it's like, I don't know. So I say, yes, be prepared. Oh, and I got a, um, I have a propane slash diesel generator. Um, what else? I got some other stuff. So yeah, I do have some stuff. I think if you can, it's good to do it. But um, on that tip, I do definitely think um i mean i live in a biggish city a million people it's a big city but it's kind of not like a big there's shitloads of people but it's not like a metropolis like la or san francisco or new york um but i definitely don't want to be in a biggish city anymore so um yeah my wife and i are moving anywhere from as soon as six months and probably uh the longest it would take for us to leave california would be two years from now but i'm hoping it's within six months a year or whatever it depends on some business things and blah 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 but um yeah i've never like it's weird like you want to prepare you want to be aware you want to be weary and wary but you don't want to be in a state of fear you don't want to be and i'm not saying you are i'm just saying um you know a lot of people i gotta prepare man you know it's just gonna go down we're just going to be about ammo and gold and breeding females and like this whole thing. And then people go into these fantasy worlds like if their life sucks now. But they're like, yeah, man, but when, you know, shit hits a fan, man. I'm going to be living like king. You know, I got all the guns and the canned food. And um, it's like, bruh, it's not a what's that fucking wasteland game? Not wasteland. I don't remember the name of it. Um, but it's, it's not a video game. It's going to fucking suck for everybody. So, uh, yeah, those were the questions. Just, uh, just a couple questions to answer to ask. And yeah, so imagination rabbit, what's going down with the imagination rabbit. So I did a couple updates to nightmare puppeteer in the past week, uh, including, uh, I added like the console so you can put console commands and then i added where you can modify the ik system so like you can stick an actor's hands to each other to themselves or hands to their feet their hand to someone else's head or butt or whatever you want so i've just been doing that and yeah the next animated feature film do you know way to nowhere is just ready to go it's just about as soon as i go and do like an anime finger snap and it fucking there's delay on it <laughs> And I'm all, imagination rabbit, go! Ting, 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 ting. So, but I feel like I love that stuff, like setting up shots, telling stories, do, 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 do. But, you know, I banged out uh, Amdahl. And then I was, you know, taking some months after that to work on some little projects. I've been programming, doing game dev prototypes. I'm kind of just like, you know, there's a thing since... Uh, with luckily with imagination rabbit we can do whatever the fuck we want so if it's not fun we don't do it i mean when i start a project when i decide oh i'm making this thing you know and the, it, it might not be fun at points but i committed to it i'm gonna do it 
But right now, like my biggest enemy is burnout. Like I work too hard and so hard for too long that I get burned out. And then I'm just like, and I get depressed and like, cause you know, you just fucking like, uh, what do you call it? Exhaust your, yourself, your energy, your spirit, your motivation. And then you're just like, uh, so I'm trying to pace myself more. And I guess did I put, yeah, I put out a musical album a couple weeks ago, a week, two weeks ago. How long ago was that? I don't know, but I'm just more, um, trying to like pace myself more and not just fucking cram shit like when i'm not feeling it because it's like i want to do it making films are important to me if i make two films a year feature films like that's fucking awesome if i did one and some other projects that's cool too so yeah i'm just kind of letting it uh letting myself float around to the things i want to do there's a bunch of business stuff I've been doing and I'm producing some other things, working with some other people. So, um, yeah, you want to, I want to wait till I have the time or the awareness for the new movie just to like blast on that shit. So yeah, this has been imagination rabbit podcast end of the world edition, or maybe not, maybe just a new world. I'm kind of feeling like, if you're one of the the three people who read our Imagination Rabbit Substack blog thing or whatever, um, I put a I wrote a post a couple days ago where I said the dark age is over, um, a new age has started, and that's just what I'm feeling. Like I feel that shit. Like most people didn't even feel that we were in a dark age, but most people are slow. Most people are sleepwalkers. Most people are somnambulists from um, the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, which, f- strangely enough, one Carponi's question, or no, Guacho's about prepping, was about if America goes full Weimar. And I think cabinet of Dr. Cal- Caligari was made in the Weimar Republic, wasn't it? Let me look that up. Um, I think I seem to remember that. Do 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 relationship, yeah. It's imperial replace the Weimar Republic. I think so. One of the most debated films from the Weimar Republic. Yeah, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, Somnambulist, Sleepwalker. So I feel like right now, well, fucking years for years. Really, since mobile phones, social media, all this shit started taking over people's brains, people are sleepwalking. They're just sleepwalkers. Like, they don't even know what's going on around them. Like, these pieces, these major pieces of society, technology, um, spirituality, energy, are moving around and doing all these things. And they don't even know because they're just sleepwalking. You know, it's like there's a sleepwalker and people are putting chairs in front of them and ladders and moving the furniture. And they're just, like, sleepwalking on this path. So, um... Yeah, like I've been saying and telling people in real life, not on the internet much, you know, that I feel that that we've been in a dark age for a long time. And I think I said it on this too, just as far as like the lack of creativity, the lack of imagination, the lack of anything real in any of the films, music, games, whatever, other than fucking nihilism and despair. You know, there's fake ass stuff that's like, oh, happy ending. Everyone's happy script, but it's fucking not true 
because everyone, at least in the United States of America, is on fucking meds. They're all on antidepressants, antipsychotics, anti-fucking... You're not happy. You're just medicated. You're drugged. You're on the Soma from Brave New World. So, um, you know, like, real, real. It's like someone, like, the American thing, you know? Like, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. It's like, you're not good when you can see someone's eyes and look like they're going to cry. And they're like, I'm good. I'm great. You great. Everything's great. Never been better. Like, sleepwalkers. So, um, yeah, I feel like the dark age is over. And who am I? I'm just some dude. It's like my predictions, whatever. I'm not saying, I'm Nostradamus. I'm whatever. I'm just, I thought, I saw all these other people doing predictions. So I was like, I'll do some too. So me saying this, I'm just some dude. I'm just some uh, filmmaker guy. So, um, but this is the Imagination Rabbit Podcast, which is my gang so uh i'm sharing it with you but yeah i feel like like even this thing now you know when i was like end of the world podcast talking about the thing with russia and it's like people are sleepwalking i'm watching things happen in different spheres and areas and i'm like what the fuck are you cheering on what are you doing do you know what you're talking about do you know where this leads like what you're saying do you understand like the weight of the situation and they don't you know it's just like recently with the the trucker convoy thing in canada and then they're like oh the government's like we're freezing everyone's bank accounts we're freezing their crypto exchange accounts and people are like yeah yay and i'm like do you know what you're cheering on because it's just like censorship you know it's like we're banning these people's speech and this yay ban their speech and it's like there's a bunch of quotes to say it, you know, it's like, first they came for whatever, but it's like, if you allow anybody to do that to anyone else, it's eventually going to be done to you. So you have to be okay with that being done to you. You have to be okay with your bank accounts being frozen with all your funds stolen and donated to something else without your permission. And I mean, people are so, they're such sleepwalkers now. I'll be like, yeah, good. So, um, it's probably not worth, um, talking about much more. If you know, uh, that you're in a world of sleepwalkers, you know, if you don't, you don't. And there was another quote I saw. It's like logic, reason, none of these things matter when you're dealing with people who have made their decisions based on emotion. So, and that's the world that's today. That's this and that all over the internet. People saying this, people saying that, but in the new age, that's coming it's about truth and the people that hide from the truth the people that avoid the truth the people that lie the people hide in the shadows because they fucking tell their lies and they collude with other liars who are doing ill shit in the shadows to them the world is going to become an inescapable permanent hell and to the the other people who want to tell the truth and want to are okay with being in the light because they don't have any fucking weird evil shit to hide. They're not fucking anybody over. They're not doing anything ill. They're just trying to get by and do their thing. To them, it's going to be the opposite. I mean, it's going to suck in the short term really bad, but the world's going to start getting better because truth will be coming out. Truth will be shown. It'll be different technologies allow the truth to be out there and that will cause change in all aspects of the world. Um, this is just my opinion, man. But, uh, yeah. So, most people didn't think we are in a dark age. They thought this was the fucking best ever. 
Um, you know, but yeah, if you're where I am and there's homeless camps everywhere, people fucking living in despair with kids and children, nowhere to live, fucking freezing, cars driving by, you know, like uh, garbage, fucking drug overdoses. Drug overdose is the number one killer of Americans age 18 to 55 or 49. But anyway, the despair. If you know the reality of do America, you know the despair. The despair of not, not having enough money and having no fucking future. Worrying about everything. Having no security um, with your future. You know, like having some fucking temp job after temp job after temp job. Or they just fire you or you say the wrong thing and you're, yeah, your account's frozen, whatever. That's not good. That's a dark age. Censorship. You're just an artist. You're a writer. You're a filmmaker. You're a musician. And you're afraid to say shit because, yeah, you'll get banned and fucking blocked and whatever. That's a dark age. But it's all going to be changing real soon. So don't worry. It's going to turn out. It's not the end of the world. It's the end of some people's world. But uh, maybe it should be. <laughs>